It's time for another episode of the Richie T and Brother Kyle Show. Is that what it is now? That's, that is seemingly what it feels like. It's Brother Kyle here again for another edition of Articles of News. We're late this week. I tried to get some other people on. Kyle was literally my last choice. <laughs> I know. I, I know. Uh, I but, saw that coming, but, but nobody uh, was replying. <laughs> exactly. He was like, he's going to reach out to me. He's going to keep calling me. I'll go. I'll go. Uh, uh, well, I'll I didn't want to say, sure, I'll do it, because I thought I'd I did the last like two in a row or yeah. something, and I yes, and I know other people who have had things right. People are going out of town for Labor Day weekend. People have got back to school for the folks with kids. Yeah, I know there are some people in the panel that are moving, and you know different things. Who's and, moving? And oh, I can't tell you. Actually, I know. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I know and one. She sa- and she said, "Don't, <laughs> don't say anything about really? it." Really? I think How come? It's, she's superstitious. Throw your hands up in the air. Uh, it, I think so. Are we not supposed to talk about her baby? Yeah, right. No, really? I think she already talked about that too. Okay, good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Lindsay. It uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> Let her be mad at so us. So, Joni's house is up for Yay, sale, is that right? Joni, yeah, sure. Uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, so people just have got things. Um, which brings me to, uh, you might hear a new voice uh, out of Texas here. I've, I've sort of started the preliminary. Um, portion of this we may start doing kind of a connected articles of news with a guy that i used to do radio with in college uh he and his wife have been uh part of the panel um, for the cultural hall for several years now but uh because of kind folks like you who have gone to patreon.com slash the cultural hall and donated some money uh, we have some money to be able to buy things like microphones and can get those sent to those folks so that it can sound good have good quality microphones well who from the great state of texas uh it's russ and chow wild she's a lawyer he's a former journalist for uh, one of the turner networks there Mm -hmm. he used to do this feature called wait for it Wild about Texas. Oh, because his last his name. See, uh, it's a very talented, good friend of mine, and you might start hearing uh, he and I doing articles of news every once in a while, just because that's we can. cool, and it and it and it sort of furthers us and gives us another perspective, and and so uh, thank you to everyone who is um, so, uh, subscribing and, and paying a little bit uh, via our Patreon channel. It's patreon.com slash theculturalhall. Uh, also, exciting things coming up. Um, next Wh- when do I get a microphone in Farmington so I don't have to drive in? Uh, you are minutes. down in here, down in Salt Lake for work, aren't you already? Uh, not today. Okay. All right. I'll... I took the week off of work. Oh, you did? Well, they, they claim, you know, that we have unlimited time off. It's a whole thing about how they screwed up budgeting for PTO. Uh-huh. So they said, just take off all the time you want. I okay. Said, so I started with a day. You really? Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to two days. Really? Are you? Then the next week. Now it's like every month I take a week off. Really? Yeah. Wait. So what? what's the deal with pay time <laughs> off? Talk to me. Is this like an Adobe thing where they're like, take the time that you need, but make sure you get the job done? Yes, exactly. Okay. That was kind of the catch I, that I realized. And they're like, oh yeah, but you got 400 emails you got to catch up on for the okay. last two days. Okay. Like, well, crap. Okay. Well, it's like I don't really get a day off. But no, so we, no, we want you to take day off. Don't think about work. I'm like, I have to. Yeah. I, if I both have to get my work done and take as many days as I'd like, these two things do not jive yep. well together. And I got, I okay, you got me. Okay. You got me there. They got me. Uh, what else is new? I know I mentioned this before. Did, how much in detail did we talk here in the cultural hall about how I was surprised what your son looked like? Or was that a side conversation? It was kind of a side conversation, and we yeah. Didn't, we didn't do it yeah. uh, here in an episode? 
No. So I thought your your son was you. You give him the impression, or people who listen, the impression that he is a hefty boy. I give him that impression. No, no like the way you talk about him, right? Like back in the day, I think uh, that he's sort of a lazy teenage kid, right? And then in the most recent yeah. past, you've talked about how he's really gotten into biking or whatever. And you posted. I swear, we talked a little bit about this, and maybe last week's episode. Well, you just mentioned that he looked thinner than last time yeah, you saw him. Thinner, but you give you get you have given the impression that if you saw your son, that there would be you who weighs five foot nothing or weighs you know fifty five pounds, and that's when you put his pockets full of rocks and get him soaking wet, <laughs> and that your son is like, hi dad, right? I, that, well, I, I didn't mean to leave that impression, but but that but, picture of him, he is a handsome gentleman, he, like way better than you. He has I. And you know what? Truth be told, and I hope he doesn't hear this, because he hit a he was a scrawny little kid like me, looked mm-hmm. a lot like me when he was younger. Mm-hmm. And then he hit about age 10. Yeah. And he started to go out a little bit. Right. And I, we we thought, you know, is it some he was on some medication for his asthma uh-huh. and different things. And, and he, sometimes people have weight gain because of those things. So you're yeah. like, Jesus, is this what this is? It, we thought that and it, it gained some. And, and it, it, at times it kind of. He was down on himself a little bit about it. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think it's because his mother is doesn't try to be, but she's thin because she just has a Snickers a day and that's it. Yeah. And then myself, I, that's not kidding. Oh. A Snickers and a Diet well, Pepsi. Well, satisfies. Yeah. And, and then I am fairly thin because I work out quite a bit. Well, and, it, and you don't eat anything bad yeah. for you. And so I think it... It, I don't think it led him to where he is now, but I think it discouraged him at, at some point a little bit. And then along the way, I think eventually he hit that growth spurt, you know, he hit puberty and he's, you know, a good inch and a half taller than me all of a sudden. Yeah. And and he's he's riding his bike quite a bit and things just came into to balance in his life to where he's... But he is a good looking kid. He is. Yeah. It doesn't seem like you deserve that. <laughs> I know I don't. And the thing is, he's smart. Because, because, and, and I don't mean this mean, because I think myself too, especially like I used to have the teeth that were missing and stuff like that. Yeah. You're a little goofy looking. Uh-huh. Right? And I don't mean that mean. No, I, I know. You know, like it. I'm well aware of my have, looks. You have a uh, unique look about you in the same way that I do. Yeah. Uh, and and so you look at your son, it's like, no, that's a, that's a that is a good looking teenage kid. Yeah, which worries me because it can bring on other problems. Yes. So good luck. Yeah. (laughs) Be frank, be direct, get right to the point, all of the things. Anyway. It's an exciting weekend for he and I because this is the first of his high school mountain bike races. It begins this weekend. Where's that at? It will be this weekend at Snow Basin. Okay. In the That's northern awesome. part of Utah. That's great. What a great place. It's it's beautiful up there, as you know. You yeah. were up there recently. Yeah. I'm up there again this weekend. Are you really? Yeah. When? Uh, they have an event. Let's see. I'm up there either Saturday or Sunday. We'll be... There'll be in a, a some of the high school kids will do Saturday and we'll do Monday. Okay, on the very, holiday. Very cool. That's awesome. And so, how do they do that? Because that's like a mountain. It is. So yeah. do they ride up and then ride down? They, or do they, they ride around. There's a lot of trails around there. Okay. Actually, really good trails. Right now, though, it is infested like horribly with wasps. Hmm. Like a major problem, they've been addressing it for the last couple of weeks. I was up there with him and some people pre-riding the course sure. the other day, and somebody stopped, and the, my friend behind them stopped and put her foot down. They've removed some very large nests of these really aggressive oh my wasps. Gosh. So they've gone underground, and she stepped on one of their underground openings, and oh, they came wow. out and attacked her. has bites all over her oh legs. Oh, my gosh. So, so now we're going to send a bunch of little kids up there. 
early yeah, Saturday sure, morning. Sure. The first kids are the early the little girls. Yeah. Will you let them take the brunt? Uh-huh. And yeah. we'll let them test the waters oh. and see how it goes. <laughs> oh, that's scary. Especially it is. Especially if you have allergies and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I was actually up there and I thought of you. You do, do you ever do these extreme things like the Spartan races or like these uh, really extreme athletic things like the 100 miles in the in the uh, mountains, you know, any of those? Do you ever do any of that or is it just cycling and you go I haven't done any of those more cycling related. Does it interest you at all to do those? It does. Yeah, some I, do. I was at Snow Basin and they did this event uh, called the 29029. I, do you know yeah, about I this? saw that. Unreal. So Snow Basin from the uh, like the lodge to the top is 2.3 miles and you gain like 2,500 vertical feet, something like that, right around there. Mm-hmm. And these people... Uh, you would go at the bottom, and so in 2.3 miles, you gain that much feet, which is a lot. If it's, you're hearing it's that, it's quite steep. Yeah, so you're you're essentially hiking straight up. Then they have a gondola that takes you down to the bottom, and then you do it again. And if you do it 13 times, it's the same height as Mount Everest. And so there were these extreme athletes that just plowed this thing. That do it just, 13 just, times. Yeah, this one guy <laughs> did it like I think he did it in like 13 hours. Like one of the laps that he did, where he's gaining the 2,500 feet or whatever in 2.3 miles, he did it in 33 minutes. Oh my god! He's gosh. a former Olympian, just, just shredded that thing. Unreal. And then other wow. people, uh, they just, you know, they just kind of got into it. They're like, this will be fun. Uh, I think it's people who are really trying to prove something to themselves, see where they're at. Um, other people, like there was one lady who um, she got in sort of last minute because she had found out like three days before before that her husband was serving her with divorce papers and so she went online she's like i need something to oh my gosh. distract me got on bought this That's thing awesome. bought a plane ticket came and did this thing and flew in yeah flew wow. in yeah no most of these people were not from utah hmm. uh it cost $3500 a person oh to my do gosh this thing. are you serious but you got your own like glamping tent and there was a massage therapist that was there for 18 of the 24 hour or I'm sorry, like 30 of the 36 hours. So like when you got done doing, a, you didn't have to go right back up again that you could get a massage, get some things worked out, and then go at it again. It was it was pretty remarkable. Wow. I saw you were doing that, and I, I wasn't aware of it. I'm going to go up next yeah. year that they do that. That was, it's I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no. That's no. really cool. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but fun to, fun to be there and to watch that. Uh, anything else new with you? Uh, another big news in my family. Yes. Really hear this. Yes. My parents... Going on a mission? You bet they are. Where are they going? Don't know yet. They just put in their papers. Did you already call dibs on the house? Well, there's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a group. It's a family text they sent out. You know, uh, just so you all know. You know, your mother and I just put in our papers. We as soon know, as she gets done being in newsies. Yeah. Then yeah. we'll then we'll head out. Uh, and made their request. They don't know where they'll get anyway. Where they request. They requested uh, international. Okay. And I don't know, they didn't specify where, but they'd like to do international, but they'll take wherever. Okay. But it's just a six month. Okay. So they don't think they'll send them international? No. Might do. Typically, you have to go about a year to 18 months to do international. Uh, Where did they request? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Not any it, specific they didn't places. Say. Now, what about the house? Well, that that and the cars was the the issue. So my dad said, "Will you sell my car, and then we're going to keep this one here? If it's if it's national, then we'll take. Uh, we have to take ours with us." Uh huh. So, so what about the house? So the Someone... house they were going. They said we will 
uh, you know, just helps take care of the house. Well, one of my, my sister that lives in Idaho comes down, they're down once or twice a month easily, and they stay down in the basement. There's three spare bedrooms, sometimes two, where they stay, and it's there's a little kitchen down there, so it's really convenient. Right. And, and big. So, you know, it, my brother said, my brother-in-law said, you know, as long as who moves into the house leaves the Bailey suite open in the basement. Yeah, it, it's funny to me. So my uh, dad has talked about uh, going on a mission and I'm like, because there are 10 kids between he and my, and my stepmom, I'm like, sell it. Do not leave yeah. us here. <laughs> Honestly, come back, clean slate, go a good long time. Do not, do not leave that here. Cause he would go at least a year or 18 months. Um, and, and I just am like, please, please don't do that to all of us. Yeah. Sell your house yeah. so that we don't have to have that fight. Well, they're keeping the house. And it, and I I then responded to everybody in the message, said, you know, well, I don't think we have to worry about somebody moving into the home because all their children are grown, responsible adults right. and not a bunch of losers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. So an, a little bit of a knock at me because I did live in their basement for a little while. And also because I know that there is somebody else. Too. There is somebody else that's going, that wants to move in. Yeah. And Rent so it. Make some money. That's what you do. That's oh VRBO. Yeah, straight up That's VRBO. Brilliant idea. The guy who owns the three houses around me just bought a fourth house on my street too. So really? Now he gets to put a hotel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Does he have the railroad too? Yeah. Uh, no, not yet. No, mm. no, none of them. He goes. He he draws. He uh, rolls sixes. So he goes right he past, <laughs> right past the uh, the railroads. Stupid. Um, all right, let's take a break for a second, then we'll come back. And we got actually quite a bit of news since it took us so long to get in Articles of News this week. So we'll get into that in the second half of Articles of News. Imagine running a small business today. It's challenging. Imaging and internet presence is an absolute must. Even with that, you're still a small star in a bright cyber universe. Now, imagine you have someone who understands how to get your site designed for your talents and then easily searched by potential clients. Imagine Lennon Design. Whether it's strictly a website or a whole package of logo creation, advertising media, and promotional materials, Lennon Design is your partner in business. They'll test the boundaries of their imagination to create something unique for you. When you need creative, affordable design, let it be Lennon Design. Call 801-699-3022 or visit LennonDesign.com. Hey, this is Dan, the laptop man from PC Laptops. Are you experiencing panic attacks, nausea, or diarrhea? Is your computer not turning on? Is it running super slow? Is your internet crawling? Or is it just randomly crashing? You could be suffering from ICS, Irritable Computer Syndrome. I want you to ask yourself, when was the last time you had your PC cleaned? Over time, Windows, updates, spyware, malware, and dangerous viruses will make your computer run like crap. You need to bring in your laptop or desktop PC, no matter what brand it is, and let me run a 100% free virus scan, malware, and spyware scan on your computer. Don't wait and risk losing everything. Now, why are we doing this for free? Because we want to impress you so much that if you or any of your friends or family need a computer, service, or phone repair, you come to PC Laptops first. Get into any one of our locations right now or check us out at PCLaptops.com. PC Laptops, where computers start at $7.99. PC Laptops, we love you. Hey, you guys, I want to talk to you about bestdjinutah.com. Why, that's the company that I have started for doing my DJing weddings and live events. Uh, whatever you need, I am your guy to do it. So whether you're a lifer or a convert to this 
podcast show, or you just happen to be listening for the first time, if you are in need of a wedding DJ or an MC for your event, or just a DJ for your business opening, uh, go to bestdjinutah.com. Now, I know it says Utah, but guess what? If you want me to come to your event and you're not in Utah, I'll do that too. You're going to have to pay for me to be there, but I'm more than willing to do that as well. It's bestdjinutah.com. Emails there, phone numbers there. Would love to hear from you and then help you make your event that much better. Look forward to hearing from you, and thank you for supporting the Cultural Hall podcast. But it's a show. You knew that. The Cultural Hall wants you to help Utah Food Bank fight hunger statewide. Through your donations of food, time, or money, Utah Food Bank is able to distribute over 31 million meals annually to Utahns facing hunger. Even a $1 donation can be turned into $7.35 of goods and services. One in five children in Utah could go to bed hungry tonight, and 423,000 Utahns are unsure where their next meal will come from. By donating food at your local pantry or by visiting utahfoodbank.org, you can make a difference. It's time for the second half of Articles of News, wherein we do actual Articles of News. Hit it, Peter. So many stories. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know where to start. Uh, I want to start maybe with this, because I made this funny joke on our Facebook page. Follow us at the Cultural Hall on Facebook, and I think nobody got it. Uh, The joke was, Book of Mormon journals that these girls have made for me, ee. And I don't think it translated because it was only text. There's these two women, uh, Alexis Harper and Emily Little. And this is a cool idea. Um, It's essentially a journal-bound Book of Mormon with tons of room on on either side of each like page for you to be able to write notes and put quotes and you know because when you put it in your regular scriptures that paper is thin and you can't really write very much because you have to write teeny in the side and all that stuff so this is a journal based edition of the book of mormon it's super cool i'm surprised somebody hasn't come up with that idea before you know i think there have been other ones um but these uh ladies they they were looking at it for the Bible. They saw that in a like a Christian store, and then they were like, you know, maybe we should do this. Um, maybe we should do this for uh, the Book of Mormon. So um, they hopped on it, and it's called Book of Mormon Journal. You can check it out. Uh, it's line upon line is their company name, and you can find them uh, certainly on our Pinterest page at the Cultural Hall. But uh, Hopefully they'll reach out and send us one. I'd love to play around with that and be able to take the notes and and do that. So you're on you're on alert, Alexis and Emily. Get in touch with me. Let's do that. Uh, other ones. Oh my gosh. Do you ever listen to podcasts besides this one? Kyle? Uh, just a couple, but not. Okay. Not yeah, this one. And you don't even listen to this one, so that's a that was a leap. That's fine. <laughs> there is a great podcast. I shared this. It's called Bundyville. Oh, I about I saw Cliven, that, yeah. Ammon, and Ryan Bundy, the ranchers down in Nevada. Mm-hmm. It's done by Oregon Public Radio. I'm hoping to get the creators. Uh, I think her name is uh, Leah Satilli. That sounds right. Uh, who created this thing? Seven episodes. She got to go down onto the Bundy Ranch. Which, if if there is one journalistic thing that I did wrong in my entire career that I've been in the media, is I also got invited at one point to go down to the Bundy Ranch and I didn't go. And really? I kicked myself that I didn't oh. do it. Yeah. Um, but they talk on this podcast about why the Bundys hate the federal government, where they think it's going to go in the future, and it's a, and it's a pretty quick binge. It's called Bundyville, one word, B-U-N-D-Y-V-I-L-L-E. Check it out, and uh, hopefully we'll get them in the cultural hall here in the future. 
did you want to do the Spider-Man story real quick? Sure. Uh, Spider-Man story. Well, I guess it's Spider-Man. So I I didn't know about this. Um, so Spider-Man... Um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Is a man who was evidently bit by... A, do I need to give a backstory oh, to Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the Hollywood Reporter recently pointed out that a comic book showed the web-slinging crime fighter sporting, of all things, a CES letter logo. Right. Uh, and the reference probably was, um, it says, was a mystery to most Marvel fans, but Latter-day Saints uh, know that Jeremy Runnels penned and posted his letter to a church education system, CES, director in 2013, spelling out the author's questions about the faith's theologically history and truth claims. Yeah, it's it's basically a letter that if people aren't aware, it just brings up anything that this guy was struggling with, and people will point to it and be like, see, I have the same issues as the CES letter, or if they have some of those issues, they'll look to that and be like, these are more questions that I'm unfamiliar with. I I don't know. How can we keep doing this, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? Yeah. Um, he, Marvel Entertainment told The Hollywood Reporter that was doing this story that the CES patch would be removed from all their subsequent printings um, and also released a statement from, from the artist Ryan Otley that insisting that he has no animus, no animosity towards the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, says, my entire family are members, as are many of my friends. He said the reference was in regards to a subject I'm interested in and personal decision I made in my life. Right. So you said that, mm-hmm. So you know... Other- yeah, no. It, Has I he mean, said some things, maybe? Well, so if you look at the image in this, and, and comic book collectors are loving this because now it's a thing that will be in the first edition but won't be in the second and third, right? So yeah. they're like, oh, a rarity as far as that goes. But he's got um, a bunch of different like logos Spider-Man does in this particular uh in the, in this particular what do you call them frames in a comic what do you call them like segment like yeah. squares whatever anyway it says he's he, I'm cashing in with big endorsement deals and so there's like the Apple logo with part of the Apple bitten away esoteric enlightened laser like it so it's a jab at a lot of really big kind of companies and CES letter is obviously a jab at the Mormon Church mm. and by the Mormon Church I mean the Church of Jesus Christ right, of Latter-day right, right. Saints which continues to be story well it is and so i had somebody just today uh marco polo me which is a, polo. A, i did that late sorry video. Uh, so what marco polo is polo. is a, oh, gosh dang <laughs> <laughs> so i was looking at my marco hey, polo thing polo. And it, gosh dang it I've given you three shots at this. Go ahead. So uh, it was a mess. It's a video message and saying, hey, have you talked about this on your podcast? I'm kind of interested. This is from somebody that's not active LDS anymore. Right. um, But still kind of interested in the church um, and said uh, is and asked me if the name change was. Uh, revelation, okay, or, or if it was, uh, I think it's being interpreted as revelation, certainly because it's coming from the prophet, and the prophet said, "You know what? The Lord is impressed upon my mind." So that that's good enough for revelation for me. See, and I think we need to clarify revelation, okay? And and this comes back to another story. Might maybe we'll you have a, this later. More on the big thing right now here in Utah is medical marijuana. Yeah, and the proposition too. Um, and Marco Polo, uh, which is there we go. <laughs> I didn't have anything more on Marco Polo, Thank but uh, and 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 with Prop Two or the church's opposition to it or recommendation on it being 
Um, to vote no for it. Yes, to vote against it being revelation. They, they say, no, it does not, it, say, it's, that it is it not does not say that it's revelation. No, but, nope. but people taking it as that. Because it comes in their email from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and is very formatted like a letter that you would get read over the pulpit or like the pro- proclamation essentially from... President Nelson about the name of the church. Was this read over the pulpit? No. Oh, and not, it, not in any of my church services yet. It was only an email that was received. And did you get it? No. So my suspicion then in that case is that you have not registered your email with your LDS.org account, or maybe you don't even have an LDS.org account. Like, so if you pay your tithing online, mm-hmm. I think you have to give them an email if you try and get like a... A uh, priesthood line of authority. You have to give me your email. Ah. So if you've registered your membership number with an email address, you got an email if you lived in the state of Utah saying, we think that this bill is messy. Please vote no. We believe in medical marijuana, but not this particular bill. Hmm. Okay. And it, and it said to the point, vote no. We encourage you to vote no on this, which people are saying, separation of church and state. Is this a morality issue? Should the church even be involved? And, and a lot of people uh, at the church throwing their support behind voting no for it fear that now it won't pass. So hmm. uh, as recently as today, the governor of the state of Utah has said, you know what? We realize we're behind on this medical marijuana thing. So regardless of how this turns out, uh, in the the uh, ballot in November, we will make a a valiant effort to get caught up and and to be more with it as far as medicinal marijuana in the state of Utah. So I don't know. Yeah. There, there's some there's some interesting things to back up on both sides. It certainly has been an argument about everyone uh, with everyone in any way and all sides of the argument. Uh, yeah. On social media here in Utah recently, and I see so few. Uh, I have a lot of LDS friends mm-hmm. on social media, and most of them that I see, or at least at Voice or Opinion, are are for it. Um, are for Proposition are for 2 proposition saying, let's have two. medical marijuana. Yes, okay. that are active LDS people. Uh-huh. Um, and I, what I think will happen with this is that a lot of people, will tr- the people that are not speaking up, like when uh, our president was elected, it seemed that he was not going to win. Right. There are a lot of quiet people, and it's like in the state of Utah, it didn't even seem like he may win, even though he's a Republican. But when uh, it came down to the vote, he, you know, clearly won. It wasn't even close to anybody else. Right. Because I think the people, these people that vote, and I'm not saying the people that would vote for Trump, these foolish people would also vote against yeah. uh, Prop 2, you know, completely different issue. But I think that maybe a lot of the people not voicing their opinion will come out, and there are a lot more of those. That will vote for? That will vote against oh, it. Against it. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. You know, it's uh, it's not a big election year, um, so who knows? Who knows what it'll be? I think that you'll see a lot of members of the church voting, uh, depending on where they're at. Um, well, not because where they're at, because it's Senate seat, because Mitt Romney will be running. I think that a lot of people will want to come out to the polls and vote for him. So who knows? Most people that I know that uh, talk about medicinal marijuana, they want to force the issue and vote yes. And then, because the legislature, even if... Even if it passes, then the legislature still has to come up with a way that we're going to do it. And I think it forces the hand of the Utah State Legislature. So yeah. it'll be interesting. Uh, we bring that up, certainly not because of the Utah angle, but the fact that the church is getting involved in here in the state of Utah. Uh, a real quick thing of, of several... Uh, 
Several stories, Wilford Woodruff's journals contain 7,000 pages, and now they're available digitally in the Church History Library. You can check them out, uh, churchhistorycatalog.lds.org, should you want to read about Wilford Woodruff. Uh, and uh, a lot of what he has. He says, arguably, Wilford Woodruff is one of the most important journal keepers in church history, especially among those that kept a journal in the 19th century. Um, He was a missionary, a church leader. He recorded sermons um, that... uh, He heard Joseph Smith give that cannot be found anywhere else. He says, the church history's library is home to the church's most important historical records. We keep records of the past to assist in carrying out the Lord's work in the present and future. So that's kind of an exciting thing. If you're watching So You Think You Can Dance, are you watching that? Mm, no. Okay. But uh, I, I try and keep up on it because, because Jensen, of this. Jensen Arnold continues to make waves on So You Could Think You Can Dance. He's a Mormon uh, gentleman. Um, after a secret themed jazz performance, Lithgow, that's uh, Arnold's uh, performing partner, says, it was a brilliant routine. Whatever they throw at you, you do brilliantly. And I've got to say that you are the poster child of So You Think You Can Dance. And I, Lithgow is not the partner. I'm sorry. That's Nigel Lithgow, one of the hosts of the show. I don't watch it, but I'm just trying to keep people informed on that. The poster child of So You Think You Can Dance is wow. a Mormon person. What a compliment. Right? I'm just going to say the poster child for you Mormons. Uh, I've got, and it's Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The five ways not to start a sacrament talk. I got a bunch of lists here. Are you ready for this? The you don't. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Brother Brown, and I've lived in this ward for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Starting it with the, I don't want to be up here. You know, things like, when the bishop called oh, me, gosh. I told Poor him. Poor guy. Poor fella. The talks that open. Well, I was writing this talk. I learned so much. I think that it's more important for me than for you, because then it's just like, keep it to yourself then. Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> uh, this person doesn't like that. Today, I've been asked to speak about, and in this case, I use faith. I actually like that. Really? Because sometimes I, it meanders. I'm like, what are we talking about right now? Are we talking about faith? Are we talking about a journey? Whatever. And then, obviously, the dictionary defines oh, that's faith the worst. As uh, and then this one gives uh, a few suggestions: um, sharing personal stories, telling relevant jokes or a humorous story, starting with a powerful quote, sharing an allegory or an object lesson, uh, and then finally it says commenting on the meeting up to that point. I like when people do that if they can bring it in in a relevant way. You know, as Sister Anderson was saying and how young brother blah blah blah, I really like if you could tell that they were really paying attention and felt some sort of spiritual connection and then share that. I like that. Sunday was ward conference at my ward. Yes. And so we had, you know, the stake high councilman mm-hmm. giving a talk. Yes. And, then, and so kids around me were falling asleep. So yes. I said, let's play a game. Okay. So the, the ward choir was up on the stand also. I said, let's count how many of them are asleep. Okay. There were six. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, are you sure they were asleep I am or were they just absolutely no? Because eyes? because some said no, there's seven. I said I don't think they are. That person is asleep. We had some discussion over okay. it, so it was a good. What was know, the signals for you? Um, when their when their heads are completely down, okay. on their chest, yeah, okay. eyes closed, uh-huh. and they've been there for more than a minute. Okay, 
then they're asleep. So like if they're like eyes closed but their head is moving or like they're nodding, stuff like that. That Yeah, they're not quite there. Okay. Uh, we, we reported on this, and this is just a quick mention. There was a massive fire that destroyed the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in Swan Valley up in Idaho. It's rebuilt and dedicated. Congratulations, Swan mm. Valley Saints. That's it. What do you got? That's it. Uh, so speaking of church, uh, more talk about the two-hour block. And uh, so the rumor of it, you know, people think, thought it would kind of go away. Well, uh, Dallin H. Oaks was giving a talk to the uh, uh, couples and church leaders, and uh, he said, we have spent many hours talking about how we can simplify our church programs to perform their essential function for a wide variety of family circumstances. Uh, now I'm pleased to tell you that some help is on the way and is under discretion. Hmm. So kind of maybe hinting, maybe we'll go something different to help you out. You know what? I have to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Someone just sent a message to contact at theculturalhall.com, and I did not listen to a single word that you just said. <laughs> but I'll share with you what they said because I think it's fascinating. Now tell me what you just All said right. again. It was about the two-hour block, Dallin oh, yeah, H. Oaks. No, that's, not, that's not happening. It's <laughs> testing. It's not happening. Dallin H. Oaks said we might tr- come trying. up with some help. Are trying it. Sorry that I didn't pay attention. Listen to this, though. This is from Brandon Merrill. He uh, follows the Cultural Hall on Facebook, and he just said, and that's why I was distracted, so let me apologize to you, and then I've got another apology as well. Uh, Just thought that you would like to know that Eminem, you know, rapper. Oh, I thought thought the candy, honestly. Mentions Latter-day Saints in his second track, Greatest, on his brand new album. It's explicit, he says, obviously. But the line goes... I'm somewhat outlandish, they say. You say we're cut from the same cloth, but I guess you fabricate, eh? You better bring more men than the Latter-day Saints. Huh. Boom. Well. Yeah. Eminem. Sorry that that distracted from uh, what you were saying. (laughs) We're not... I mean, maybe two hours. Maybe. But what does that do? What does that make church be? I don't know. An hour sacrament meeting and then no elders quorum? No Sunday school? Yeah. Come a different time for Sunday school? Maybe we're going back old school like that? Sunday school during the week? No, not that. But but I don't, because I feel like if you go hour-long sacrament meeting, half an hour, um, half an hour class, half an hour class, you don't have enough time to get into anything. Yeah. No, you can't split it into, th- into three right. with little half-hour classes. And come on, can't you give three hours a week? To the Lord? Right. You no, got sure. the rest of the week. It's three hours out of the week. Sure. Come I don't on. disagree, but... I've heard that, you know, the two, the 2.15, the two and a half hours, you know, in some words they make it available so you can see it online. Like if you're stuck in your house, they, you know, the newest chapels have the ability to be able to stream stuff. So I think eventually Mm. that becomes a thing. But here's the deal. What do you do with two hours? How would you break it out? Contact at theculturalhall.com. I'm being serious. How would you do that? Do you shorten sacrament meeting? Maybe that could be done. But in those wards that have 600 people, you're not getting any more than the sacrament and a guy going, amen, could priesthood or, you know, the the gentleman who passed the sacrament who hold the priesthood can now be seated thanks that's the end of sacrament meeting and we're done no then you got another 10 minutes you can not in those big 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 wards i'm just saying Mm -hmm. how do you divide Mm -hmm. it contact at theculturalhall.com be creative i'd love to read that Uh, i also owe an apology at this time to the folks over at the mormon news report they put out an episode every monday and uh 
in last week's episode, I said that they were middle-of-the-road Mormons. You did? Yeah. I don't remember you saying uh, that. Or some sort of reference to them being <laughs> middle-of-the-road. And let me just say that I know them to both, that is, Brant and Jenny to be... Uh, Jack Mormons. Uh, stop it. You're going to get me in... <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble. Uh, Partially active. No, stop it. I know them to be uh, temple recommend holding, serving in their callings, in their award, up and outstanding members of the Church of Jesus Christ really? of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. Those two? Stop it. <laughs> I'm kidding, you guys. I've got another list for you. Okay. 21 famous people who have been given a Book of Mormon. Are you All ready right. Yep. I'll just bust them through. Snoop Dogg, I know, is yep. one. What else? Who else do you know? Uh, but... That's the only one Go I can quick, think of right off people the don't care. That's the only one right off the top Elvis of my head. Elvis Presley, did you know that? No. Johnny Depp. No. Nope. Abraham Lincoln. Really? Muhammad Ali. I knew that one. Kelly Clarkson. Prince Charles. Justin Bieber. Rain Wilson. Hmm. Do you know who that is? Yep. Who? He's going to be in town here. Yeah, he's doing Isn't the fan Isn't he for the uh, Fanex? Yeah. yeah. He's on the office. Dwight Schrute. Schrute. Yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg, you mentioned. Soviet Premier Nikita Khrushchev. Got a Book of Mormon. Ronald Reagan. John F. Kennedy. Mark Twain. Notably anti-Mormon, but still got a Book huh. of Mormon. Pope Pius XII. Ted Kennedy. Queen Lililukalani. The last queen of uh, Hawaii before we misappropriately <laughs> took that... <laughs> Island we own it chain, now. And then made it the United States. Jesse Jackson, the Reverend. Queen Victoria. Pope John Paul II. Leo Tolstoy and Sir Winston Churchill. All recipients of the Book of Mormon. I have a list here also of uh, 21 Book of Mormons that were thrown in the garbage. Hand me that list over there. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Although they do have no necessary... There's some speculation. I know that they were talking about making the movie. Maybe they even made it a few years ago about Elvis's experience with the Book of Mormon. Huh. Because I think if urban, if Mormon urban legend tells me correctly, like they found writings, like markings, like he had been reading it and kind of marked alongside it. You ready for another list? Mm-hmm. Six Mormon, I'm sorry, Latter-day Saint documentaries that you must see. So if you are a fiend, like on uh, Amazon Prime, Netflix, that's probably a place that you'll find most of these things. Um, how many of these have you seen? The documentary Mitt. Haven't seen that it was, one. Uh, it was kind of followed him through the election process. I would like to see that it's one, actually. Greg Whitley or Whiteley did a great job with it. We talked about it here in the in the cultural hall quite a bit. Uh, Operation Toussaint or Toussaint. That's uh, talking about uh, human trafficking and Timothy Ballard, the Operation Underground mm. Railroad, who we've had here in the cultural hall. That's the film that they did. Uh, Meet the Mormons. You've seen that? Haven't seen that one. I think that's technically... Eh, is that a film? Like, I don't feel like that that's a film? documentary. I mean, it is kind of, but like it was made by... Mem yeah. Paid for by the church and shown by... Anyway, it's documentary-esque, I guess. Uh, New York Doll. Did you ever see that movie? Yes. Yeah. It's a great one. Us and Them. This is a movie uh, made by Brian Hall, a devout Latter-day Saint who travels into the heart of the Bible, Bible Belt to discover for himself what it truly means to be Christian. And then the final one is one called Boys of Bonneville. It's a gripping documentary that tells the true story of an unsung hero and self-made man, David Abbott. He was an LDS man with almost hu superhuman stamina and boyish charm who uh, set out to single-handedly break every land speed record on the Bonneville Salt Flats. So, it's pretty cool. What else you got? Um, well, I close up. I have my things on my phone today. Come on, because brother I didn't Kyle. Have, I didn't have a printer because I wasn't at work. 
Oops, maybe I shouldn't be printing this. Uh, it's still coming up. We'll do the story of Sam Young. If you're listening to this going, are they going to talk about that? Yeah, you bet. Let's let's do the story on Sam Young. I'm right darn. now? Yeah. Right this you're second? You're ready for it? All right, do it. Oh, me do it? Oh, do you want me to do it? No, I'll, well, We're both no, being too cordial. Maybe one I'll, of us should just do you know, the Let story. me mention this one really quick. Okay, there's, a, uh, there's a movie, speaking of movies, out on Emma Smith. Jane and Emma. If you listen to the Mormon News Report, they got to talk with uh, the writer and the producers and also the director of that. All women. Yeah. Uh, and, the, and the movie, Jane Emmett, um, is actually getting quite a bit of uh, praise from Hollywood mm-hmm. uh, in Los Angeles because of the uh, the gender equity. Um, the uh, I'm trying to scroll through the story here to see what else, but uh, they... There's a, the, lot of, there's a lot of women who have worked on this film. And, and, and it also, I mean, beyond the fact that a lot of women have worked on the film, from what I've been told, Jenny, uh, who sometimes is here in the cultural hall, but also uh, helps co-host the Mormon News Report, has had the opportunity to see it. It says that, she said this, actually, Brother Kyle. She said, I, 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 anyway, she had, she was at a loss for words because she liked it so much. Really? She didn't know how to describe it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That And the, and the uh, diversity in it as far as uh, ethnicity in it. Mm-hmm. And then so many women. So anyway, getting a lot of praise for that as well as being, uh, I guess, quite good. Uh, and that comes out right around uh, general conference, I want to say. Is that right? Is it? I was looking for the release date and don't see it. See if you can find it and I'll share this. Okay. Uh, this is my last list for today. Uh, President Nelson, that is the prophet and seer rev- revelator of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, he shares nine crucial things that parents should teach their children. So I want you to think about this. Brother Kyle, have you taught your kid uh, to help them understand why they partake of the sacrament? Mm, uh, fathers, yes. do you read the scriptures to and with your children? No. You've given your son a father's blessing, prepared them for their patriarchal blessings, teaching them the significance of what it means to be born in the covenant, show them how all things lead to the temple, help them to be honest in their tithing, warn them about the plague of pornography and how to spot and also resist it, and write each child or grandchild a letter expressing your faith and love. That's nine things. You can get the longer and more elaborated on each of those topics list at theculturalhall.com. But he ends in this saying, The Spirit of the Lord confirmed the truth of what he taught. And as one teenage boy told me in Montreal, this is obviously from his trip, when the prophet spoke of how joy comes from keeping the commandments, I knew deep inside that it was true. So I thought that was a great story. When does the movie come out? Did you find it? Didn't have it in the story. Oh, come on. I know. All right. Uh, uh, Speaking of movies... We talked uh, with Mitch Davis when he was here before about the sequel that they're doing for The Other Side of Heaven. It's uh, in production now. It's called The Other Side of Heaven 2, Fire of Faith. And it follows John Groberg, that is Elder Groberg, the the uh, subject of the first film, Other Side of Heaven, uh, for 10 years after the events of the first movie when he and his family, the wife and young daughters, are called to serve as mission presidents in Tonga for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. So that movie is... Uh, like I say, in production. They're looking forward to that. It's due in theaters in June of 2019. 
Gene and Emma will be out on October 12th. Ah, so the weekend after General Conference. Uh, Marriott, if you didn't know this, had pur- has purchased Sheraton Hotels, Weston Hotels, and also other Starwood uh, hotels. And that means that now the Book of Mormon will be, by year's end, placed in 300,000 additional rooms. Wow. If you don't know this, if you stay at a Marriott property, because he was a, a Mormon gentleman, family, the Marriott family, Mormons, uh, in all of the drawers, they always have a Bible, and they also place a Book of Mormon. Well, now, because they bought those other hotel chains, uh, with the additional 6,500 properties with 300,000 rooms, means they'll be placing that many more Books of Mormon. Well, I never see them because I can't afford those kind of hotels. Oh, yeah? If it's not in a Motel 6 or a Clarion, yeah, when the, I'm not going to see When it. the Marriott's buy Travelodge, maybe I'll start to see a Book of Mormon. Uh-huh. The Knights Inn, when they purchased the Knights Inn. I've stayed at the Knights Inn <laughs> down in southern Utah. Uh, so have I with Sister Janae. Really? Yes. At the same well, hotel? Yeah, well, in a room with Janae and, and a couple other people. Okay, because it was part of the tri-club. Part, part, of our, part of our race, but yes, in a horrible... Oh my gosh, they're the worst. <laughs> no Book of Mormon there. Uh, there's a new article out about how a new study supports the word of wisdom, um, and it contradicts the earlier findings about alcohol, right? It seems like every couple of years it's always like, a little mm-hmm. bit of wine is good for you, and then it's like, no amount of alcohol is good for you. There's an article that's shared by LDS Living. Uh, you can find the link at theculturalhall.com that essentially just says, uh, you know, we've swung back to the other side that no amount of alcohol, uh, it actually says alcohol consumption is the leading risk factor for health problems ages 15 to 49. Some of the health risks inclu- include breast cancer, larynx cancer, stroke, cirrhosis, ter- uh, tuberculosis, interpersonal violence, self-harm, and the transportation accidents. This is according to Washington Post. But here's the deal. If you're basing your faith in uh, uh, the word of wisdom, based on science, you're doing it wrong. Come at me. It needs to be faith that it's the word of God. That's how you follow the, that word of wisdom. If you try and base it on science, you will constantly be going, but this study, but this study. Read it. Pray about it. Gain a testimony about it. That's how you go and you, you, you help yourself from not going crazy, being at one side to the other, back to the other side, back to the other. I say don't, it's a lot of science. Don't find Don't found it in science, though, because you can't. Because... You'll tell me what, because because of them eating meat sparingly? Is that where you want to come at me with no, the word of wisdom? No, just, just any of it okay. is, is real science. If you go, Like the alcohol study. You can, right. Anybody can say, well, we did a study, and you know, right. a bottle of red wine every night with dinner is great for you. Well, the grapes and the antioxidants. Yeah. So I would come back at you and say, hey, what about this? Yeah, but, but I mean the real science behind you know They come out with these fluffed scientific sure. things, like for the red wine. Yep. But, but re- when it comes down to real science... But you, but you really will be swayed back and forth unless you're like nope i believe that it is uh called of god and i should adhere to it it's all science okay we'll prove it and there's no we'll miracles prove that the church <laughs> we'll prove it we will find the places that were mentioned in the book of mormon and we will show you so you have no choice but to leave to believe <laughs> to leave and to leave to leave the catholic uh, church and join us stop it here you are. Uh, there was a blip in the missionary phone apps uh, when they, they did their update for the church recently with LDS tools that left them all without their phone for an afternoon. I thought that was interesting because I was like, how would, a, how would it have been to have a phone? To have a phone on my mission. I couldn't have done it. 
That's the thing. I have no self-control. I'd have been like, Mom, guess what? We totally just... She's like, I don't like the church. Stop calling me. Uh, there's a story at theculturehall.com about a man who worked 50 jobs in 50 states. It's one of those things trying to get recognition for a cause. Um, his name is Daniel Sedequa, and he uh, his job in the state of Utah was that he volunteered at the Latter-day Saint Humanitarian Center and then also got to be a part of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. So I thought that was well, kind of cool. That's not a job. He's not getting paid for it. Well, but it's work. It's a lot no. of work. Did you mean the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints Did I say Choir? The Mormon Church? You said the Mormon, oh, the Mormon Choir, Choir. Choir. Yeah. I think that they're going to let that one slide. Everybody's asking me about it. Uh, like really they are. Ready? I lied. I've got one more list for you. Actually, you know what? How much time we got? No, I'll save that one for next week's article of news. Teasing next week's articles of news. Eight things that you didn't know about Joseph Smith obtaining the gold plates. Also, coming up in next week's Articles of News, a newlywed Latter-day Saint couple who uh, died in a car crash. A tragic story. Also coming up next week, man charged with child enticement sentenced to probation, and he won't have to register as a sex offender. We'll talk a lot about that. Uh, And also this, a man suing the LDS Church. So we'll get to those next week. You can find those links with this this week's episode of theculturalhall.com, but we'll do them next week. And we'll end on this because I think this came out yesterday or today. Uh, LDS Church responds after the founder of Protect LDS Children says that he may face uh, excommunication. His name is Sam Young. He's been here in the cultural hall before. We talked to him. He's the one that said behind closed doors, a child should never be uh, discussing masturbation, any sort of sexual activity that um, there should always be two people in the room and that we should just not even have a lot of those conversations um, with bishops uh, and children, people that are under the age of 18. Um, In recent past, the LDS Church has changed some of that, made it official exactly what uh, bishops are to talk about and made the... the, the uh, opportunity for a, a child to be able to have another adult leader or a parent to be in the room during their interview uh, and have laid out very strict regulations about this. Um, he shared, that is, Sam Young shared uh, his letter from his stake down in Texas Um that says that they're going to convene a formal disciplinary council in his behalf, which includes a possibility of excommunication, disfellowshipment, formal probation, or no action. Um, the letter goes on to state that the reason for this council, that is the disciplinary council, is because Young has encouraged others to oppose church leaders and has even gone so far as to say to some people that are investigating the church to stop investigating the church because of what um, has occurred in the past, what hopefully doesn't occur now, but in regards to the um, the uh, bishops and the interviews that they have. Uh, when asked to speak about it, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints spokesman, one of them, Eric Hawkins, says, basically, we don't talk about that. It's a, it's a private matter between that individual and the church. Um, Young, who, as I said, has been an outspoken critic uh, of the church with the one-on-one interviews, um, in response to the letter informing him about the possible excommunication, uh, Young wrote a blog post. Uh, he said, fast 23 days, stand up to protect children, speak out against a dreadful policy, work to help the healing of countless kids who were severely wounded behind closed doors, document the horrors, apologize, and what do you get? Excommunication, he says. Um He invited members uh, of the church's Quorum of the Twelve Apostles and First Presidency to come talk to him about the policy. Nobody ever took him up on it. He was right by the church office building and said, Today I invite 
Jeffrey R. Elder Jeffrey R. Holland, come and talk to me. I'll be right here. You can find me. And, and went through the apostles up to the, the prophet. None of them ever t- uh, took it. Uh, his invitation, that is. Um, the LDS Church stated that they have received and reviewed his materials and understand clearly his viewpoint and that further meetings with him are not necessary to clarify his position on this matter. Young had previously told Fox 13, which is where I'm getting this article, that he believes any interviews with children that involve questions of a sexual nature should only be done with a parent or guardian present, if at all. Uh, his disciplinary council will be September 9th. That is uh, Sunday, and it will be held in uh, Houston, Texas. So... I would uh, I would suppose based on his demeanor online that he will find himself to be excommunicated. Is he so he's not here in Utah anymore? Well, I think that he spends the majority of time here in Utah because this is where the headquarters of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is and thus the thrust of where he feels like he can do change. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, his home is in Texas. Yeah, I was so wondering if he was still here now or if he's going back for that, yeah, or if, if sure. he'll attend. I'm, uh, I'm not sure. That would be an interesting conversation to have. Uh, maybe I'll try and reach out to him and we can get a little comment from him beforehand and certainly after uh, as well. So you've talked to him. Yeah. And, and I understand his viewpoint completely. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. With him on that. But what kind of a gentleman did he seem to you? Sane? Uh, does he seem sane? Well, so here here is the problem that I... um. And I don't say that lightly or jokingly. Yeah, maybe a no, little bit. No, but. no. Here's the thing. I think that his points are very valid. Uh, and I and I think that I unfortunately I think that to get the church to move on things, I think that that becomes slow. I think that you know whether it's because of bureaucracy or because you know to get it from the top down to written exactly to then dispensed out to the members of the church and then to get them to adhere to it. Right, doing a church handbook of instructions change, which is what they did. I think that um, I think that his original intent. His original motives are great and were pure, and I don't think that that's the case anymore. Hmm. I think I think that, you know, when he starts to talk about, like, look at all this stuff I did, and now they're going to excommunicate me, like, the, um, I, th- I think that you can do, I think that the church allows some latitude to be able to be like, come on, but I think when you start to go in opposition, opposition of the church, I, I think that it... I think that whatever that thing is, um, I, I feel like you've sort of lost touch with w- why you're doing it, o- or even if he wants to be a member of the church anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Like if he feels like the church isn't doing enough, that the changes weren't enough, that um, you know these people are going to get behind closed doors and ask all these sorts of inappropriate questions, and you know we need to do more stringent things, or we're we're breeding. Uh, these bishops to groom kids for a sexual molestation or whatever, right? Inappropriate things, whatever the thing is. I suspect that you you won't see him want to be a part of the church anymore, and so it begin it becomes easier for him to be inflammatory towards the church. Don't join that church; they'll, you know, they're, they'll groom your kids. Yeah. Right. And and I think, like I said originally, I think the hey, you know what? This is really inappropriate. That I feel like he started at. I think that he was right, and mm-hmm. I think that the church recognized that, and and that's why I think they made changes. I feel that if he wanted to stay a member of the church, and he went back to that uh, council, that he would be that they wouldn't right. excommunicate right. Like him. Like yeah, I think that if he goes to it and he goes, you know what, guys. Okay, you know, there's some sort of penitence or repentance, some sort of uh, sorrow in how 
maybe how he addressed it, like, hey, you know what, maybe I went too far. I, it's because I feel passionate about this stuff. And again, let me reiterate so that I don't get the hate mail. I don't think that any part of having conversations about sexual things with kids is appropriate, right? I don't think that the leaders of the church would say that. Uh, so, so I don't. Anyway, I, I just, I just think that there is a t- a tactful way of which you go about it, and even a not so tactful way that you go about it that can allow church. Uh, church members to know, church leaders to know, and you can still maintain your membership in the church. Yeah, to, and, create, to create an awareness, but not disruption, right? maybe. And, and I guess that's a question that if I am able to catch up with him, I'll ask him, does he even want to be a member of the church anymore? Because that, that will dictate it. Because in that, in that case, he's like, I'm being excommunicated, but you know, behind a closed door, he's like, I don't even want to be a part of it anymore. I can't, in good conscience, be a part of it anymore. I mean, that if that's the case, then... Then what? Then what? What's the deal for him? Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting. That's a week from uh, this Sunday. So uh, we hope that this episode has nourished and strengthened your body. We hope if you are sick or afflicted, you'll be well and you can listen next week. And that when the time comes, you'll be able to travel home in safety. Uh, Brother Kyle, I'm sorry that Eminem distracted me while you were talking today. That's all right. But I'm all for two-hour church if we can make it work. Contact at theculturalhall.com. Explain to me how you'd see it work. You can you you can send the well. I'll tell you how it'd make it work. It's Save me an hour on day, uh, an hour a day on Sunday. That's how I'd make it work. But I would be curious: is how would you see that format be? Is it three forties? Do you have sacrament forty, class forty, class forty? How do you see it working? Uh, send us that email. Contact at theculturalhall.com. A quick mention about uh, Patreon again: Patreon.com/slash/theculturalhall. Love to have you help out and sponsor. Uh, thanks to uh, all the kind folks. Uh, who do the cultural hall. In the meantime, we'll be saving a seat for you on the back row of the cultural hall. Save me a seat. It's sure to be neat on the back row.